Welcome to Absolutely Not Sis, where we discuss all things grief, life, turning 30, speaking your truth, and learning how to say absolutely not sis in a world where we're all conditioned to say yes, yes, yes. Ta everybody. Ta How are you? And a happy Samoan language week to you all. Happy Samoan language week. And I wish that I knew it was. And I said to Courtney, how do you know? Because she's a bloody teacher. We do all the celebrations. That's really cool. Yeah. So we acknowledge it. Yeah, we had a fun day today. We've got a little Samoan girl in our class. So she's going to bring cool. one of her cute little dresses along tomorrow. We're going to oh, talk about cool. it. And we're going to do a, um, I think it's called a... Sasa, we're going to oh, do a yeah. Sasa, which will be cool. So yeah, we love we love cultures, we love ethnicities, we love a little bit of you diversity. Know, equality, inclusion, diversity, it's so important as well for kids to be raised like that. Absolutely, we're so yeah. lucky that we have so many different people in our world and so many different cultures. It's like, let's celebrate, let's exactly. learn. We are all equal at the end of the day, let's all learn and soak up the love. Absolutely. So Absolutely. how's your week been? Week... Gosh, just time flies, doesn't it? It sure does. Absolutely flies. No, I had a good week. I had a good weekend. I spent it um, in Topol with my family and watched my little nephews do motocross yesterday. And it was incredible. And it's amazing that they're only six and eight and they're going that bloody fast. That blows my mind. On a motorbike. And I honestly now know how my sister, like, does she sometimes out? she like she's she can watch a race obviously she's the best motocross mom but sometimes she's like, i can't watch this one it's just so fast there's so many of them they're these little bodies operating like a piece of machinery it just blows my mind like the six-year-old is just rip shit and bass like absolute demon no fear just goes for it and came over one hill and had a bit of a wobbly landing oh. but just realigns himself and goes around the it corner actually is oh so it's like massive risk taking to be able to do that in the confidence it's the confidence and i think it's just kids they just have no fear and then Benny is a real technical like skilled rider he's the eight-year-old almost nine and it's just I honestly like I felt like crying I was so proud oh, I had tears nice. in my eyes I looked at Sam I was like I feel I feel like crying like and they're not even my little my humans but like they are you know they are and I'm like Amy you must be so proud so that was really cool that just lifted up my weekend so yeah. how was yours yeah, it was good I had to like do a big recap I, I honestly forget what I do I reminded her weekend. oh we went to Gothenburg oh <laughs> how did we forget gothy gothy Gothenburg talk to me about a beef to turkey would oh, you oh absolutely oh. I honestly like I do enjoy what we ordered but I could have easily just got done two beef tartakis and been done with it well our um good friend did suggest are you going to get one each and we were like we're oh like, oh it's a bit much. It's a bit much, but we should have because yes. I accidentally suggested the calamari because it's normally really good and it, it was delicious. It, but just it just wasn't the top of the scale. It just wasn't the top of the pops for us. Yes. So we um we did a quite a good selection. I could have kept going, but then we went to Duck Island. Oh, it was cream. a great way to really wrap up the evening. Gosh, a little bit of Duck Island. It was Island. so nice, just you know, discussing the potty and how much fun it is, and we hope that it's you know making a difference to the gals and the girls. Absolutely, and please do let us know. Like we actually love a little bit of interaction. Yes. So um, get in touch. Let us know what you think of the episode. Share your thoughts, your ideas, and your opinion. Because we obviously want to keep this flowing and keep the momentum. But um, hi there, loud car. Um, <laughs> but you know, if if it is just our gal pals listening and it's a solid ten, it's that's fun. But yeah, it'd be cool to see if it's reaching any 
There's strangers out there that can now become friends. Well, I do love that when I look on the stats. We've got some listeners in Australia. In Australia. We've got listeners in the UK. Yeah. Listeners all over Europe. All over Europe. We did have in, in Thailand. In the first episode, yeah. um, we had listeners in South Africa. That's and we true. had listeners yeah. all the way. That's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. All the way in Thailand. Yeah. Oh, no, that wasn't a good one. That was too No, nah, that was like, get it out. But we, that, yeah, that was really cool to yeah. say that it was reaching different territories. Absolutely. So the more shares and the more likes and obviously the follows definitely help. So yeah. So yeah, thanks, babe. So we had some um we had quite a lot of fun coming in from the Ikariak. Yeah, we had a lot of laughs from the X. The old Ikariak and the pet peeves. And I was actually thinking of more for the rest of the week. Like, yeah, shit, I forgot that one, I forgot that one. Like, um, you have to wear jandals in public showers. And you know, like mm. for example, when we went to Topora and we stayed at the top 10 holiday park. You don't want to get that itchy foot. And Sam and I didn't realise we didn't have a bathroom, so we forgot our jandals. And oh, so I no. went first to do the shower, and I was trying to tippy-toe through it, and I just couldn't. And it was honestly like a 30-second shower. And I ran back to the kid, and I said to Sam, like, they're not gross, and, like, we've both travelled and stayed in hostels in Europe, but, like, we're at a time in our life where just absolutely not for us. And so, the tinea is absolutely not yeah, for me. Yeah, so we both shouted at my sister's. She had an ensuite in hers. So, yeah, that's that's definitely an ick and a just grossness. Wear yes. your jandals. You don't want athletes' so foot. gross. Absolutely not. Um, but we did have some people write in and share their icks. What have you got? So we've got people who stand so close to you that you can smell their breath when they speak. That's the worst when, especially like you ex-Londoners out there when you're standing on the tube and you can, it's so claustrophobic and you can smell what someone had for breakfast, whether it be a piece yeah. of Vegemite toast, maybe avocado with a bit of salt and pepper, um, a coffee, no. a cup of tea. I, I really struggle with coffee breath. Oh, it's That's terrible. a big no for me. And I'm not a coffee drinker, like I've only just started and so I'm very yeah. aware when I've had a coffee. It is, I'm like, oh, gross. Yeah, it, it isn't nice. So it's always good to have an eclipse mint. You can see mine peeking out in the oh, bag there. Hello, darling. Um, but yeah, it's that's not good. And if I feel like in a workplace, if you can smell somebody's breath that close, then they're not respecting your bubble. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people that are that close, mm, what not, are you up to? Yeah, why are we so Have close? you got a sensory issue where you need to be close <laughs> as well? Like, I'm a bit confused. Yeah, do you need to be in my aura? <laughs> yeah, and I also think about, like, this is a bit stereotypical and very specific, but like, Old people breath? Yes, yeah. Old people breath. It's very musty and I did, interesting. I did the good old care job. And oh, you would know. They, you know, I looked after them. They were clean and hygienic, but they, they, they do. They do. And my mum used to do care work too, and she'd say they just come with their old, old person smell. Yeah. And it's just a little mothballing. You know? Yeah, that's the one. But then they go and douse it in some aftershave. What's that old man's aftershave? Like Old Spice? Old Spice. And <laughs> woman, like Musk or something. Musk. Absolutely love a bit um, of Musk from Avon. We had a, a gal write in saying someone's standing close behind you in the line. And especially in COVID times as well, it's even more frowned upon. But like... I know. And you if, can, if you can feel someone's presence oh, when you're just standing there and you can't even see them, yeah. you're too fucking close, bro. Yeah. Are you one that will just turn around and give them a little look? Like I'll yeah. do like a little bit of a fright, like, oh shit, sorry. Oh, Definitely yeah. in COVID times, there were yeah. a few times where people felt so close to me that it was uncomfortable that I just wanted to be like, can you just back up a little bit? Have you not heard of Jacinda's rules? You need to be listening to the one who Yeah. Three metres, two metres, whatever the metres. Was. What it was. Three minutes, two minutes, whatever it was, you weren't giving me enough of it. So you just weren't step, giving me enough. Step back. And even just in general, pandemic or not, just please just don't stand Especially when you're in, I don't know why, but especially in your, when you're in line for 
the ATM. Oh, yeah. Like, don't... This is specifically a time where you really need to back off because you... I'm putting in my pin. It's none of your business. And if you do the whole cover cover your pin with your hand, then you look a bit like a psychopath. Yes. But it's like, like you are like, like, don't look at my pin You are so close. And then it'll just display your negative balance on screen. And you're <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you're like damn, oh my God, embarrassing. Yeah, I don't need to do that. The entire of Tim Street Lawrence will know that I'm in debt. <laughs> um, and this gal wrote, wrote in, when people say like 9am in the morning or like 8pm at night, it's like, well, you've specified Pick that. one or the other. The am or the pm. We don't need in the morning or at yeah. night time. Well, which I think I might be guilty of doing every now and then. And I think I say it accidentally, not even thinking. Yeah, like, like oh, 8 p.m. tonight. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, that's You're like, yeah, no, obviously not 8 p.m. in the morning. What does so, A and P stand for? Um, A and PM. A M, I do know this. After Christ, no, that's C. A M P M. I have I have heard this. Is it past past midnight? Let's just go with that. Around morning time? <laughs> After who knows? meals? After no, meals. Who knows? So those were a couple of pet peeve icks and um, oh, my friend Rach, she, she wrote in and said um, how like her own ick is like when she'll write ha 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 at the start of every sentence, oh. uh, like combo to reply back. She's like, that gives me such I ick. do that and then I have to go back and quickly delete some ha ha's. Yeah. My ick that I give myself is I, um, Samsung's I feel like are notoriously harder to text on and I have oh. a Samsung. And so my little fat thumbs and fingers <laughs> often put a full stop in between words or like spells something wrong. So I'll go to write ha ha and it comes hua 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 hua. It comes out hua 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 hua. And so when it comes out, I don't actually proofread it. So then when I read it back, I read it like that. I'm like, oh my God, that's so funny. Hua 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 hua. So good. So annoying. I get so annoyed with autocorrect whenever I'm writing. Whoops, mic down. Hey, mic down. I hope everyone's still there. Um, I'll be writing vegan, like, or searching vegan spots, and it'll always suggest vegan. I'm like, why You're would like, I be looking for vegan you mean cafes? Began? Yeah. Like the word began? You're like, what is a vegan and what's it up to? Guys, this is why you don't see your kids tomorrow. It's a college. I my think God. that's what it's going. Do you mean began? Yeah, but what about when you want to write fucking and it comes up ducking? <laughs> and you're like, it's like, it's trolling you now. It's like, I don't, now I'm getting hot. So I'm you're getting my, sweaty. My socks off. <laughs> and also my ick that I didn't touch on last week. I, when, like, when I write hee hee, like hee hee. So my friend Eddie. I love you, Abby. She is the only person I know that can get away with hee hee hee. He, he, she he. literally replies, you'll be like, hope you're having a good day. She's like, hee hee hee, great time. But I've never met anyone that I would ever allow that to be okay. <laughs> like, Abby is the only one that it's acceptable. Text them back, absolutely not on the hee hee hee. I could never hee hee anyone. I feel like I'd be really psychotic and a bit psychopath. I think I've got a few that I can do it too, but I wouldn't just in general. In general, yes. no, but Abby can absolutely slide it in like it's no, it's because she's all cute and it's giddy. She's cute, she's yeah. cute and gorge, I'd but be a bit psychopath, yeah. They'll be like, hee 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 hee. And on that note, we're gonna hee 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 into um, I don't know, acting our age now, nah. um, <laughs> yeah, I reckon turning, turning 30. How, how, how do we feel about that? You know, what, what, what experiences have we learned? <laughs> 
30, flirty, and thriving. That's absolutely not true. 30, flirty, and thriving. Are we 30? Yes. Are yes. we flirting? Absolutely not for me. Oh, I'm a little flirty. With like, sometimes I'll like be a bit cheeky with Sam. you got to keep that Oh, well, obviously alive, with you know? Sam. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna you're go not going like, out to the street and you're not like, oh. Yeah, I'm not going to go, hello there, Mr. Checkout Operator. Give me your number. Yeah, and I'll breathe on you and stand real close. Oh, I'll <laughs> breathe on you and hee, hee, hee. So, but we are, I reckon we're thriving. Yeah, I think we're thriving. Oh I almost God. said thriving. And anyone from last it thriving. You can't not pronounce no, it. No, it's H. It's thriving. It's thriving. Yeah, I'd say um, I'm thriving on a on a day to day basis. Yeah, I depends think, on the day. I think so. Maybe I, even the hour. <laughs> Maybe even the hour. But it's pretty crazy to think we were buddies way back then, and mm. now here we are sitting at thirty, and we are on. We're on similar life paths, but I think the stages that we're at at the moment are different. Same, same difference. Same, same, same pathways, but in different time zones. Yeah, different time zones. But it's like, you're so inspiring. I just said to you before, you're, you're a wife. Like, it's and a mother. Gross. It's amazing. But I don't actually ever think of myself as a wife or a mother. And I think that's really weird to say. And I know it makes no sense. But I'm not a, like, in my view of myself, <laughs> I would never say, I'm a wife. I'm a mother. Like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, like, you know, in like Instagram bio, like, yeah, wife, white mother, teacher, friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, now I'm like, did I fucking say that? I think no, I put like it's a. Cool. No, yeah, but You've I just. Got to I, own it. And I know that it's like a very adult thing, and I'm, I just forget that yeah. I am a wife, and I am a mother, and I am a teacher. Like, I'm and all those things. Courtney wears so many hats, and I had to remind you of this at dinner on Friday. Yes. And the pace of your lifestyle, you might not be, you know, on holidays and doing this and out like networking and conferences and stuff but it's the actual you strip it down mm. it's the actual day-to-day -day of you're just running through a day in the life and it's getting up doing this pre prepping for work prepping the podcast you know all your weekly commitments that yeah you have. I think I was talking to you and I was saying like I didn't realize that I was so busy like yeah I was like I get yeah. up I get myself ready I look after Bo I get him ready I take him to kindy or daycare or whatever I go to work I prep my work I spend time with children all day that's a lot I then itself. and then I spend my afternoons with Abby organizing planning getting ready on a Monday I come into the podcast I then go home and organize and like edit the podcast and yep. get it ready I do the scheduled posts and then Tuesday you do all of that and then you've got a teacher's and meeting. then I've got a meeting usually with Abby or with the, with the team and so then it's like that on top and then it's Wednesday's my day with Bo so that's when I'm trying to be a good mum it's what so I like schedule like, a day to be a good parent take off the teacher hat yes. and put on the mum hat and, and try and be present and focused and, and do fun things and, and be out yeah and it wasn't till I said well when's when's your Courtney time and you took a minute and then you're like well the podcast is now because yes. you were doing pottery yeah I did pottery every Wednesday but I was like I can't commit to both because that's when I think I'll be really overwhelmed yeah. so I like, take a break from the po the pottery and do the potty which yeah. would be awesome but also as well as that it would be so great like I you know how I love my um scheduling time for yes. yourself it's like do you actually have just that Courtney time yeah I just feel like I kind of exhausted doing so much in the week that I'd almost feel guilty if I took any more time sometimes like Matt so when Matt and I I'm, I'm like well I'm my things on a Monday with Laura and then Matt's like cool my things on a Thursday with the boys yeah I'll go and watch a movie or whatever which I'm like perfect yeah that's but, a beautiful balance yeah a lot of fam uh, a lot of couples don't have that yeah so we're really good we always make sure we do something like that and then we've got like a we never used to be calendar people but we've put a calendar on the wall because we found yeah we were constantly going, don't forget I've got this coming up X, Y, Z. And then it would come up and Matt might be like, oh, I forgot. And then yeah. I'd be like, 
but, but I told you and then I'd get frustrated. Yeah. Or vice versa. And then now it's like there's no chance for that because we checked the fridge. Sorry, I'm already doing something that day. You're going to have to be home yep. or, or whatever. That's really cool. Um, so that's definitely helped us. If yeah. you were one of those people, definitely invest in a Kmart um, yeah. calendar and pop it on the fridge and enter all your stuff in. And then that way you've yeah. kind of got the month sorted. There's another thing um, Sam and I started using, but we've kind of died off there's an app called FamCal oh, I mean there's cool. tons of apps but this one's really cool and you can yeah put in you've both got access obviously and awesome just, I think you can link it up to your like your actual calendar on your phone but I find that's really helpful as well yeah. because I have a lot of things on during the week that mm. Sammy doesn't necessarily like he'll work and then do he's a bit more routine based um yeah well I mean, it's a whole other episode, but, like, we don't have that many friends in Hamilton. Right. Or, like, couple friends and, you know, to go and hang out with on the week nights. Um, and for me, it's, like, podcast and then, like, tomorrow I've got my facial, Wednesday I've got acupuncture, you know. So yeah. I've got, like, these little Your health appointments. Stepped up. Whereas I'll be like, are you free Thursday for dinner at, like, Jen and Dan's or something? Because like, I'm, I'm always free on the weeknights. Like, mm. it's very rare that he's not, but it's the calendar was more for him to see, okay, what I know that, doing. yeah, and kind of my movements as well, yeah. which was really cool, but I feel like just trying to navigate, no matter really what age, it's once you kind of leave home, get your own income, get responsibilities, it's just learning to navigate the adulthood, figuring all of that out, and then what age were you when you became a mum? Um, give me a moment, I have to think about that, <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to count backwards, well, he was in 2018, so 1920, 21, what was I, 26? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was 26. Which is, which is a standard age, but yeah. still, did you feel like... Um, I look back now and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I was very young. Yeah. Like, I was really young. And I think um, if I could do it, like, obviously love Bo to death. He's amazing. He's so funny. He's so oh, gorgeous. Yeah. But if I could do it again, would have loved to have lived a bit more life yeah. in adulthood and gained some of that yeah. um, maturity and stuff in my adulthood, really? maybe. Yeah. But obviously, you just learn as you go. You just some learn. people can become mums at eighteen. Yeah. Some people become mums at thirty-five. Yeah. You just it just becomes your normal. Like there's yeah. nothing to compare it to because it's your first baby. It's your first baby. So like regardless. Yeah. Um, but I do look back and I'm like, man, that could have been a good time for travel and stuff. But obviously, hindsight's incredible at making oh, me feel guilty for those sorts of things. Hindsight and hindsight's an absolutely yeah. not. It is an absolutely not. It's an ick. Thanks, hindsight. See you later. Thank you. Absolutely next. Um. Yes. So, like, I do think at the time I felt old and ready. Like, I yeah. felt like I was like 26. Like my life's moving on. Like yeah. blah blah blah. But absolutely was not necessarily ready. Yeah. Because I. I'll be 31 in September, mm. which is fast approaching. And I don't know if I, like, I feel ready, but how do you know if you're ready? I almost like feel some, like it's that, that cliche thing of you're never going to be ready. Yeah. Because you don't know what it's going to be. But sometimes your heart is just like, I'm content in where I am in my life. That if a baby came along, yes, absolutely yeah. no questions, it's fine. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, like sometimes you might get pregnant or whatever. And like for us, we'd bought a house, just bought a house. So it was like, oh, cool, we've got a roof over our head, blah, blah, blah. Some stability. Yeah, so it felt like that felt really nice. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I think sometimes with age and with, like, readiness. Yeah. And I think as well for, for Sam and I, like, transitioning back to New Zealand and, you know, people will ask us, we haven't had it too much, like, oh, when's the engagement? When's the baby? When, when are you buying a house? Blah, blah, blah. We haven't had too much of that. And I reflect back and it's because I made it very known pretty much the day I got out of MIQ like I said to my family like our focus is to get on our feet get jobs and that's that that like one thing at a time kind yeah. of thing and 
you know, there's no pressure on Sam to be getting his knee dirty. There's no pressure on me to be getting a bun in the oven. Like we're just trying to process that we've gotten back and mm. a lot like, and then friends up in London will ask like, Oh, you know, what do your friends all do? Blah, blah, blah. And yes, majority of them do have babies and husbands and businesses and building houses. And it's incredible. And but that's just not for us right now. But also they're in a completely different phase of their life where yeah. they didn't do that travel. Yeah. They didn't go and see the world. And that's yeah. where, like, I think it's really important to try not to compare either. Yeah. Because actually you might not have the house and you might not have the baby or whatever. You might have the debt that comes along with it. Let's just bring my mind of that. I know. But you have all this incredible life experience yeah. that a lot of us might never get or haven't got because of COVID. Yes, so I know. So it's like that's completely priceless i know and i do feel really bad for people that you know have said they've lost the last couple of years due to covid for whatever reasons and i'm really i must be in a great like a a, a grateful position is that what you'd say because i don't feel like i have mm. because i did all my travel i'm super grateful that i did it when i did it because then yeah 2020 was robbed of us but i think because i've been grieving it since 2020 nothing actually really matters and yeah i like i'm more gutted at the fact i've lost my mum as opposed to losing two years of life because in a direct sense it hasn't affected sam and i because it wasn't like it did because we didn't want to bloody move home no and that was you know cheers mum and cheers covid um but we haven't we didn't think okay that's when we're going to buy the house that's when we're going to get engaged that's when we're going to do this or there was nothing like set in stone for yeah. those sort of life expectations so for us sort of just navigating our way back here figuring it out finding our feet making it very clear to people but we've had tons like we've actually had friends and we've had lots of catch-ups and no one does the big annoying questions like i thought but i think people, i think it might be a bit generational too yeah, I think our perhaps. friends are pretty good at not um, putting yeah. those awkward questions in the air. And it just—I think maybe older people, like our parents' age, or yeah. our aunties and uncles, or like workmates. Yeah, or like my nana. Both my nanas have like an auntie. And to them, that's just a normal question. That's a normal question. But and I, I honestly think that's definitely a person by person basis. Like I personally don't think it's a lovely, fantastic question to ask when you're having another baby. Yeah, when you get married, blah blah blah. But also, I just take it with a grain of salt because I'm like, I yeah. know the intention's not to be annoying. Yeah, or to but be I know rude. for some people it is a lot. But and also, like, people need to just be super, super mindful of those questions because there are women out there that are actively trying yes. to have a baby. So if somebody says to that person, "Oh, when are you having kids?" Get a wriggle on. You're leaving it a bit late. It's like, oh, I'm just going to need a fucking shut you right up there because there is so much going on. Or um. Yeah, when, when's the ring coming along? Well, you don't know. We may have been engaged and something terrible might have happened and we might not be engaged Or our mate might have the ring sitting in a bloody thing ready to go and yeah. you're just making it awkward. And you've just gone and ruined the surprise. And um, Or something about a house. Well, you know, someone might have been saving and working really hard and then be denied a, a deposit. Like Some people could, honestly, like we had a friend that they were going and going and going to all the auctions, everything, and they were just missing out every time and it yeah. really broke them. It, it, can, it, it is so challenging for couples and I we would obviously love to buy a house one day but it's definitely something we're not diving into because it's, it is such a production and it's such a rat race at the moment it's like we're really lucky that we got in and got our house where we did for the price that we did yeah um now that like we've got our house I feel a little bit secure but also yeah I just think what an absolute shocking shame it is yeah that people are justifying the prices of housing at the moment it's and insane. that first home buyers are spending somewhere near 800000 for a first home. Yeah. 
not for us. That's an absolute That's not. no. And why? Just to get yourself in debt? Just yeah. so you can say you're on the ladder? Honestly, no. I've never, ever been a person that's followed the tradition or, yeah. like, on purpose. Like, I just naturally yeah. fell into the thing of, oh, found a partner, yeah. married, baby. But that, yeah. And bought a house. But that was never my intention. And I've never, ever. That wasn't your goal. That wasn't my goal. And I've never, ever set goals for, like, you know, people when they're younger, they're like, I'm born to be a mother. Yeah. I'm going to be a mum by 25 to three children. Yeah. I'm going to have a Sally, a Bobby, and a Joe. Yeah. You know, like people, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But then there's also people that get to that age and that hasn't happened. Yeah. Or they get to 30 and they still haven't bought a house or found a partner. And they're that disappointed. They're, and it becomes this cycle of feeling like they're not good enough because they haven't achieved their yeah. childhood goal. They feel like they've failed. It's like there are so many different ebbs and flows through life and it doesn't mean that that was your destiny. No. I mean, I reckon if I straight up asked my friends, did you think I'd be one of the first to have a baby and be married and buy a house, they would have said, absolutely not, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I know that. And I even thought that. I was like, I will never. Yeah. I was like, if anything, I'm not going to have a baby. I won't get married. I won't find anyone. Yeah. And so I always said, I'm never going to hold myself to like, what's my goals? Yes. My goal is to just be happy and live a life. And if things come along and, you know, yeah. fit that mold, then great. Yeah. And that's so refreshing to hear because I was the friend in the group that, I mean, I had, uh, you know, boyfriends at school and whatnot, but from, like, 2021 onwards, I was the single girl in the group, and all my friends were, you know, getting into some really beautiful, serious relationships and moving in together and going on holidays, and, of course, I'm there thinking throughout my 20s, like, holy crap, like, that is just, A, not going to happen for me, but... I took it upon myself and sort of interpreted as, I don't need anybody. Mm. You know, I'm the only one. You can only rely on yourself, Laura, because I've been let down from my mum so many times, blah, blah, blah. I yeah. don't need a man. I don't need a man. And I truly, I'd say to, like, everyone knew Laura didn't want marriage and kids. Like, I'd see kids in the supermarket and my, like, skin would crawl. I, I just could not stand children at all. And I don't know why I was so psycho about it. And it was until my siblings had children, then I fell in love with them, but only them. <laughs> um, do you think it was your block going, well, I'm protecting myself from something that actually maybe I do want, but I well, don't want to, like, ever yeah, be disappointed? What it was, and this came, like, this was figured out in a few therapy sessions, was um, I was petrified of having children and being the same as my mum. Right. And I didn't want to put a little child through anything that I was put through yeah and my biggest thing now because I'm still healing is I kind of don't want to have children until I'm healed because I don't want my children to have to heal from having me as a parent right and I think that's really important and there's a lot of broken souls out there that think a child will heal them and perhaps they have and if that's happened for you or anyone you know that's in bloody credible um but for me I've still got a lot of work to do on myself and I just want to be in the best mental state physical state financial state emotional spiritual and I know that I might not get all my ducks in order might get pregnant next week whatever but for me just absorbing a lot from what I've seen around me with friends and family and yeah. setting up families and stuff and I'm still just working on being an incredible partner and Sam has Sam and I have this great relationship and I sometimes think like oh my god Oh, I just want to like pause and snap, chop, snap, like screen grab where we are at the moment because yeah. I just love us and I'm like, oh my God, am I ready to give up my time, like our time? Well, I look back and that was one of my biggest things. Like yeah. I really was like, shit, yeah. am I ready to give up us? And um, it was really hard. Yeah. It was very, very difficult to go, okay, it's not on our time anymore. Yeah. It's on someone else's time. Yeah. And we don't get that same... 
and people will say to you, make time for each other, but fucking great, hun, it's really hard when you're sleep deprived and you're oh. trying to sort your life out. Like, yes, you can make it happen, but it's not always going to happen straight away. Yeah, definitely. Because um, kids are no joke. Kids are no joke. You don't joke. know what little baby you're going to get out of that mixed lolly bag. Yeah. They could be colicky, refluxy, and um, not sleep well. They could um, just be like real night terrors. Like, who knows? Yeah, I take my hat off to all mums after seeing, yeah, just, just, and it's not that my friends or family haven't done well. Obviously, they're incredible. But it's it's just seeing the ins and outs and the long nights and the babies that don't sleep. Yeah, the babies that have got this or that. And I would love a little half Laura running around in the womb, but it's definitely not high on our priority list. And I, I, I like that Sam and I know that as yes. well. And it's not this like, what I love about our relationship, small gas up on me and Sam, is that we like... We both got together. We never thought that we were going to find someone. We both, as individuals, were like, A, never going to find love and like marriage and have kids. B, we just want to live a life on our own. And for me, I was like, I just want to be the rich, successful auntie that just flies back to New Zealand, takes them all the presents, you know, gets too drunk. Come on, to... Yep. Yep. And then fly back to Europe and live my big TV lavish style, lifestyle. I was like, yep, that's cool. That's for me. And Sam had a whole other story in his head. And then we met and we were like, wow, wow, someone actually likes me. This is really cool. And it's more than just sex, drugs and rock and roll. It's it's like there's some substance here. And so we naturally progressed then and we were ready then to move in t- together at the same time, you know, ready to do our travel together at the same time. And there's never been this really big um, race for, like, I didn't lay down the, I want kids this and this. Mm-hmm. Apparently I said in one of the first few dates, like, kids, not our future. Oh. And, and he's remembered that. And now I'm like, no, I'm, I'm kidding. You were like, like I was just joking. I know, but that's because that was Laura Watson 2018, um, catch flights, not feelings. So of course <laughs> I'm going to quote, not our future in a bloody day. Um, but yeah, I'm just so grateful that we're on the same wavelength, mm. wavelength and no one's pushing for that baby the, the ring, the house, and, you know, you've got the older generation being like, oh, I know you are, and they wave their little ring finger around. It's like, I am complete and whole myself, right now. and I was when I met Sam. I didn't need him to complete me. I was a badass on my own, and I'm still a badass. He's just the beautiful little added cherry to my life that makes it so much better. Yes. But I would never want to picture a life without him, but I know I'd be okay because I was okay for years before yes. without him. Does that yes. make sense? Yeah, that you are okay as your own person and they're not there to fix you or heal you. Yeah. They're there to be your partner. Yeah, he's my partner in crime, my sidekick, and That's the we one. just get through it. But it's taking away, I think, at the like your own sort of silent pressures. Yes. And I think a lot of people are struggling with that. And even the likes of the ones that have... Like, I've had, got friends that um, have now, yeah, been married, got the children, um, but a lot of them did, um, like, big European holidays, yeah. so they haven't missed out on that. Um, so that was really cool. I did lots of travel with them um, throughout the years. But I, yeah, I look at them now, and I'm just like, wow, gals, we are so growing up from, like, fifth form, like, sitting at the, you know, sitting at on yes. the school field, you know, being idiots, and now they're just these successful mums and businesswomen and I'm like that is so cool you rock it sis and it's not yeah it's it's not comparing yeah and I think it's just so important like social media has done us absolutely fucking no good (sighs) 
I, wow. as a parent, after having Bo, there's not a lot to do. You're at yeah. home with a baby. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up spending a lot of time on Instagram trying to find people like me. Yeah, right. At the time, who else is a mum? Who else is doing this gig at the moment? Really? Um, because I didn't have a lot of friends that had had babies. Wow. So I kind of felt like I just wanted to relate to somebody. Yeah. Maybe find a little bit of a community of people that could be like, yeah, I'm also not sleeping and hate my life right yeah. now. I'm like, yes, yeah, same. So you're not alone. Yes. And so um, I spent a lot of time and kind of built a little bit of a, um, not a, I don't know how to call it, like not a community, but I did. I built like oh, a little bit of a thing of people. Where a we bit could, of a, a girl gang. And you'd catch up and you'd eat, you'd message each other and you'd be like, oh, uh, like late at night or you'd be oh, having a giggle, that. you know. That's yes, awesome. it is good. And it, but also at the same time, you're watching everybody's highlights. Of course. And of course, I'm not going to be the one to chuck Bo having an absolute fucking fit on Instagram because yeah. that's not going to make me feel good. Exactly. And I didn't really want the, oh, hun, hope you're doing okay. It's like, well, obviously not. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So I think the fact that everyone puts their highlights up, which is absolutely fine. That's what Instagram's designed for. You're putting up your best mm. bits. But because you're seeing that all the time, you're comparing yourself constantly. Like, well, my kid doesn't do that. Yeah. When I go to the supermarket, my kid won't sit like that. Yeah. When I do the, you know, X, Y, Z, W, V, U, T, whatever. Yeah. And then it's constantly like, oh my gosh, you use the cried out method with your baby. How dare you let your baby cry it out? And you're like, how dare you fucking have an opinion? It's my baby. Shut your fucking mouth. Oh, so and then it's, I'm oh just... my gosh, you co-sleep. Oh my gosh, you do this. I'm like, I'm like, whatever you do, shut your mouth and be content with it and let yourself do that choice and let other people do their choice. Just like everything else in life. Yeah. It is not for anybody else. It's not for anyone's discussion unless you actively go and, and say, And you're saying, hey, hey, I need some support or some suggestions. I need some help. I tried co-sleeping, didn't work for me. What worked for you? I hey, mean, so cool. many things that yeah. I absolutely would never have done and I'd be absolutely like, yeah. absolutely not, ick, yuck, next. Yeah. But not my oh, place. I just saw on Instagram tonight, Matilda put a, a video of um, her and her cute little um, baby Autumn and it was a little TikTok and she's just written, I can't, I can't, I've lost count how many times Autumn's like slapped her in the face face. Oh, you know, she's yeah. She's at that age where she's just Very doing tactile. that. And then poor Matilda's had to put in the comments, guys, this was just a fun six-second reel. This was not me asking for parenting advice. Every time. And I went and scrolled, as I do, and it was, I just can't believe they'd pick up, she's picked up that behavior, where she picked up that behavior. I would suggest you tell her to stop, otherwise that's going to be a continued behavior. And it's like, like oh. Everyone is an absolute, um, what's the word? Everyone is an expert on Everyone's Instagram. Everyone's an expert. A Everyone knows everything. Isn't it? It's, it's disgusting. And then there's the likes of, um, is it Danny Duncan, who I've just started following? Yes. About she's like, yeah, very. She doesn't want to have children. On being kid free. And it's yeah. been a really interesting um, like find for me and just to see her opinion. And I really appreciate that she's out there voicing it because there are women and couples out there that have just decided, you know what? It's not for me. It's not for me. And that's okay. And it's, and the comments and shit she's getting all the time. I'm like, Oh girl, well, I messaged her so much. Like, yeah, I've messaged her a few times. I messaged her and I was like, do you know what? I was a little bit offended by it the first time. And then I was like, actually it's not about me. It's about you. Cool. Good on you. And she's like, Oh, great reflection. And I'm like, yeah, but it actually is though. Like I, I don't have to look back and be like, why? Why am I upset by this? Yeah. I'm actually not. I'm just, I just was like, oh, I'm a mum. And so that like puts me in that bag. Yeah. But it actually didn't need to be like that. Yeah. Because you just felt targeted. And that's what social yeah. media does. That's what these throwaway comments do from random people. But it's like, I've just learned now, like you said, the biggest goal is just to be happy. Absolutely. Like you didn't think I'm going to go out, I'm going to meet a husband, I'm going to do this. It's let's just get through the day yes. being happy. And especially now when you hit 
I feel like 30 is like a really defining age. It is. And I feel like I yeah. really dreaded it for a long time. Yeah. I was like five more years till 30, four more years till 30. Really? Like, and then it got to 30 and I was like, I felt really anxious about it because I was just thinking, it's just downhill from here, guys. Like, well, yeah, it's, I just I felt like it just really, it just really shows that you've, you're no more, you're no longer youthful. You've lost all the youth now. You're just straight into adulthood. And okay. Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. I just felt like. What about now that you're here? Oh, it's just another year. But, it's just um, another year. But but I do I, I do fixate a lot about like being old and like what's going to happen and because oh, your fear is dying. Yeah, I'm very fearful of dying. Yeah. So I'm like I do fixate a lot on that sort of stuff. And then with Bo's like big thing he had the other night when he was so my obviously my dad's passed away and Bo never got to meet him. But he we talk about him and stuff. And the other night he had a huge oh, gosh. Um, episode or a bit of a meltdown about missing his poppy squad, and I had to try and explain to him like. Darling, he watches over you. He's in the stars, and he was just so distraught. And he's only three, and he's trying to like understand that. And it was so hard to explain. It was heartbreaking. Um, and so then I'm just like, yeah, actually, there's no like this is it. Like then one day, oh, honestly, I'm gonna start crying. Then the, then I'm like, one day I'm gonna be old, and you're gonna be like 18, and you're not gonna need me anymore. And then you you know like just dumb shit like that. I'm like, don't think about it. Yeah, but it's like the, it's the age thing. But I think for me with um. I used to be a bit like, oh my god, 30, blah, 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 or oh my god, I'm 28 next week, whatever. Yes. But then with mum dying, I was like, wow, aging is a privilege. And every year that you get on this earth to get older is such a privilege. My mum didn't get to hit 60. My best friend, Abby's sister, didn't get to hit her milestone. Mm. milestone. She passed at 15. There's people out there that would love to have turned 30, you know? Yeah. So then I really embraced turning 30 when I was here. And although I didn't have mum here for it, and it was fucking weird hitting such a yeah defining age of my life and being back in the same country she lived in and thinking, wow, she would have been 60, like, yeah, months after, was a really weird concept for me. But when I just turned it into, you know, a little positivity, I tried to see the positive. And I thought it's actually a privilege to be aging. And now I, you know how women, it's just so funny. People get so embarrassed of their age. Like a son will be like, how old are you? And, you know, older women will be like, mm, you know, and they don't want to say. And it's like, you can't control your age, yeah, you guys. Yeah, everybody it's not like, ages. It's not like you've woken up and been like, okay, today, I, you know, yes. I'm going to be this age. Or your age isn't based on your bank account or yes. your popularity. It's literally what happens Fuck, in life. I'd be one year old if that was you the know, case. You know, like mum would be like, don't ask how old their mother is or don't do this, don't do that about age. And it's yes. like, it's your age. You well, what do they say? It. Don't they say like men um, age like fine wine and women age like spoiled milk? <laughs> oh, <laughs> isn't no. that so mean? That is so mean. But also very accurate. Men get better with age. Well, yeah. that probably sounds really bad, but... Men, when they age, you think about it, you look at a man that gets older and he's real distinguished, right? Oh, right. So they're they like, kinda... oh, what a distinguished man with his grey hair. And yeah, people yeah. perceive that man as like, oh, he's got it together. He's got his suit. He's got his grey yeah, hair. He's, he's looking, successful. He's looking fresh. Women age and they're like, oh, she's getting oh, on a bit. Oh, she looks a bit like a witch. Oh, the crow's feet. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that's what I believe, but yeah, that's definitely but that is how like it is. But like a societal yeah. sort of perception on it, yes. which is a shame. And again, that's all thanks to the media and what we've been brought up <laughs> Yeah, thanks, and, media. Love ya. Yeah, and all the actresses on TV. And that have had to go and get surgery because they think they have to look better and then they end up looking like cats. Yeah, or Michael Jackson. Sorry, RIP. But that was a bad time on, on his face. A lot of bad times on a lot of people's faces. On, on the nose? On the Many bad times. Yeah. But I think it's um, 
just going back to yeah, not comparing. I wouldn't. I would definitely not trade in the decade I had or the five years abroad that I had. And there were some shit times and many times over there thinking, oh my gosh, another friend's pregnant, another friend's getting engaged, another friend just bought a house. What are you doing, Laura? I can't even scrounge together three pound for a meal deal. Um, <laughs> and now we're here and it's like, oh my God, houses, oh my God, this. And Sam and I are just thinking, where can we book a holiday? Like that's our biggest stress. Oh, honestly, my whole thought process has changed. I wanted yeah. the best house. I wanted the biggest house. I wanted the most really beautiful, big backyard. My process is now... Live in your tiny shoebox. Yeah. Be happy. Have a roof over your head and save money to see the world. Yeah. Go and do stuff. Good girl. That is my absolute dream now because I'm like, this is our only chance to we get to be here. Yeah. And I don't want to get to 60 and yeah. think, fuck, I haven't seen anything or done anything because yeah. I was too worried about the rat race and trying to have the best of the best. Because I was too busy worrying about what sort of throw, what sort of cushions or what you're the carpet have. looks like. No, no getting thanks. a manicure every week, getting yeah. your lashes done. And hey, if you do, you do that, that's great. And you can afford it and maintain it. That's awesome. But there's, yeah, you let's just take it from me. You definitely don't go to your grave with any of that. You go with the memories and the spirit and the impression that you left on people and your place and your mark in the world. It certainly isn't about that $200 throw or... $3,000 couch, you know? Like, no, exactly. Like, no one's going to be, no one in your eulogy is going to be like, you know what? And when I sat on that $65,000 yeah. real velvet fucking high yeah. couch, it, it was the best experience of my life. And that's how I'll remember Anthea. You know? <laughs> like, it's she She traveled, she explored, she lived She made truth. friends. She was a beautiful mother. She was there at every soccer game. Not like your kid bloody driving around in a Range Rover at 16. No. You know? Like... I don't know. So my, like, not that I, that. like I said before, I never followed anything, but if that was one thing, I did get a bit caught up in the housing game. Yeah. And I completely flipped my switch this year, and I was like, no. Yeah. COVID has really taught me that this is our only chance. This, this is our only life, and this is our only yeah. chance to really. Yeah. And remember I was talking to um, at Gothenburg about that time that I went to Queenstown, and we were on the TSSN store. Oh, yes. And this man came out, and it was just me oh. and Matt on the deck. The starboard or the bow, whatever they call oh, it. Oh, um, And we were just chilling there taking photos for the Grammy Gram. As you do. And he was like to me, oh, and he just like sighed and looked at the world and he held his arms up and he just was a man. man. No, the man. The and man. he's like, isn't it crazy that like we live one life and we are so lucky that we get to live ours here? And I honestly could have burst into tears. I was like, not today, sir. That's too nice. That's too much. I can't deal with that beautiful like yeah. you know view of the world. And I just from there, I was like, yeah, absolutely. This is literally the luckiest like life to live in New Zealand to see this place. Yeah. Go and explore the rest. Go and explore the rest, and don't get caught up on numbers in any capacity. No. Your weight, your measurements, none of those numbers matter. Your age, your compared age. to your progress in the world. Yeah, at all. Like, we, for me, I'm only 30. I've only yeah, you, think on it, you haven't even done it half, you're not even halfway. Yeah, I'm only 30. I'm still a baby. I still feel like 21. What age do you still feel like? Um, I, That's why I find it hard to say that I'm a wife and a mother and stuff, because I feel yeah. very youthful on the inside, like yeah. in terms of like, in the car right here, I've got my music blaring and I'm imagining having a dance and yeah. a boogie. I'm She's always thinking, in the rain, gazing out. <laughs> what scene am I in right Let now? Let the rain fall down yeah. and wash away. It's, no, that's no, not my, <laughs> And wake my dreams. Is that Let it wash away. Yeah. 
Oh, my sanity. Cause I wanna feel the thunder. I wanna scream. Let the rain fall down. I'm coming clear. <laughs> it is the Laguna Beach theme. I always Google when I try the notes. Love it so much. Um, but yeah, like I think about you know the days we went to the disco, the times oh, we went to the ball, I know, the after the first parties, kiss, like. Oh my god, first time getting drunk. Oh my god, thinking, oh, I can't wait to be 30. And you start getting just live and do all these things and have my husband and kids. And then you get here and you're like, oh, I can take you back to the carefree life. Adulting? Absolutely. Just think, not. To think, just picture this. You get up when you're a teenager, there's some breakfast for you. Then you go to school for six hours and hang out with your mates and get an hour lunch. Talk some mean follow shit. Follow the boys around, plan what you're going to wear in the weekend. Then you get home and you get to make afternoon tea. I mean, you get to have noodles for afternoon tea. You get to have meal mates with Marmite and cheese slices melted in the microwave for 25 absolutely. seconds and get to watch Full House or Saved by the Bell. Jordan and I would always have to Saved paper scissors rock over it. Or even fucking Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, hell yes. And or then, if you're really like me, you might have gone home and watched Ellen at 3.30. Oh, really? And then you yell out, Mom, what's for dinner? And she'll yell out, meatloaf! And you're like, oh, fuck, I'm not meatloaf. Oh, my God, I would kill, kill for, for my mother's meatloaf. meatloaf right now. Or corned beef. Like, absolutely not in the crock pot. But, <laughs> you know, mums were working so hard. And I now know. you're a mum. And, and me and my mum had it. this conversation. I was like, I just don't have time <laughs> to get home and make a dinner and do all this stuff. She's yeah. like... Yeah, what did I do with you, with you kids? Because she's like, I was working, you were playing sports, like it was crazy. It's a lot to juggle. Like what? And that yeah. was, even back then, it was a bit more like women do this and men do that, and now it's very much not that way. Yeah, let's be let's be real. Let's be real. Sharing the load. And I'll just say, so we've touched on, you know, you as a mama and the busyness and the chaos and you know keeping yourself grounded. For the wahine out there like myself that don't. I don't know if anyone else feels, but like for me, if I will say to, not you, because you've never made me feel this way, but I, there could be a time where I'll mention to a friend that is a mum, on like, you know, I've been quite busy, and I try not to say that word, but I do, because hello, that's life. I've been quite busy, I've been doing this, this, and this, and it's almost not received well, because well, how are you busy, you've got no kids, and it's like, but you've got to remember I still have a life. And like, you can be busy in different ways. Yeah, and like kids were your choice and that's your busy now but my busy is coming with a whole lot of other things like mental I health. hope I've never made anyone feel like nah. that because I'm like actually busy is busy regardless yeah, whatever I you're have, doing could be your job could be your passion could be your lifestyle like could be being a good person could yes. be resting could be good being a good um partner could All be good, sorts of being things. a good worker could be busy with work some yeah. friends have incredibly busy jobs my job's quite I'm quite lucky I can balance it quite well with my work and my lifestyle and everything but I still lead a busy life and just because I don't have a mortgage or kids or planning a wedding or anything like my days are full and substantial and that's another reason why I'm like oh my god am I ready for kids because life's quite tricky now to juggle just for Sammy and I like how the heck are you meant to get your sheets and your towels dry in New Zealand winter you have a dryer but we don't. So what well, we that's do? the only option. Sorry, or else you have ten thousand sheets and sets, and you just swap them out. And then by the time the first set's dry in ten years, you can oh do the next gosh. set. Oh my gosh! I don't know what we did last year. We have to go to the laundry mat or something. I just don't know. I don't know what did. Get London. your hair dryer out. Get me hair dryer out. Get me eater out. So yeah, any 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 gals out there that feel a little bit like reserved to to kind of speak your truth with friends that or family that do have busy lifestyles and have 
you know, kids' dentist appointments and soccer and what have you, you just, you take up your space and say, you yeah, know, I'm busy and hopefully these other people, you know. And it hasn't happened to me much, but mm. there's been a few times where it's like, or even like, for example, my, like, one of my grandmas were like, well, what are you busy with? And it's like, um, I'm a human. I'm 30. Like, I've got a lot on my little old plate. Yes. So it's like just remembering that as well. Oh, and like my biggest thing that I get is, oh, when are you going to have number two? You think you're going to have really? number two? No. Yeah. And I've learned recently that actually that doesn't have to be everyone's destiny. Just because you've had one doesn't mean you have to have a tribe. At all. And at this stage, I'm very much leaning towards, I don't know if I want to do that again, because I'm not going to lie, I found it really hard work, and I don't think I'm a natural-born mother. It's not. Yeah. It's not my calling. It's not what I'm good at. Yeah. Like, these people that are just born to do it, they're very gentle, they're very yeah. intuitive, they have the patience. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I am a good mum, and You're I do a good, good job, but it's not my passion, it's not my dream. It's not, yeah. And I don't want to take that away from anyone that wants to have children that are struggling, because I think you're allowed to have struggles on both ends, it's okay. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't have to be competitive, or it doesn't have to be a comparison ever. Yeah. But, um... So I've had people, because Bo's going to be four at the end of the year, so they're kind of like, you know, and all my friends are onto their seconds and stuff, but I just... I don't think with the way the world's going, cost-wise, where, where the world's going in terms of, I don't know, like where we're going sustainability-wise, if more than one is what I can justify in my life. I'm not saying anybody's wrong or bad yeah, for doing you it. you go and have your tribe if you want. This is But I think about where the world's going and do opinion. I want lots of children to grow up like that? Do I want to feel tied down and not like I can't afford things because I have multiple children? Mm -hmm. Like I would rather have one child and travel the world. Yeah. You know, like we're planning a trip. Um, not this Christmas, but next Christmas, and to be able to take Bo with us. I'm so excited that one day he might say he went to Disneyland when he was five. How incredible. Like a little old Kiwi boy saying yeah. he did that. Yeah. But I wouldn't be able to do it. We wouldn't be able to do it if we had more than one. Yeah. And some people can do it. Yeah. But, like, it's just not for everyone. And so that's my biggest question that I get. And I'm not too bothered by it, but I do say, oh, look, I just don't know. Yeah, I just don't like, know. Like, who knows? I might fall and pregnant one day and be really excited about it. Yeah, and that's the thing I want to touch on is, like, Whatever happened to just the magic of um, spontaneity? How do you say this word? Spontaneity. spontaneity. Letting things be authentic and organic. Like, you know, a few friends are, oh, God, no, this year might be the year for you, Laura. And I'm like, for a ring or something, I'm like, I don't actually. Like, guys, it'll happen when it happens. It'll happen authentically and beautifully. Yes. I don't want to know. You don't need to control everything. I don't need to control it. We're in love. Like, whether we wake up tomorrow and win lotto and can go and buy a house, that's happened authentically. Like, we are just not setting things out. So when people ask me, when's your next kid? You're not going to go, oh, we're going to start trying January 2023. And some people love a plan. And that's yeah. great. I We didn't plan, Bo. Like, we yeah. were like, we're married, we're... Settled, we're in a house, if it happens, fab yeah. fabulous, great, great, awesome, whatever. Yeah. But we weren't sitting there to the tea, checking times and yeah. stuff, which people do do because that's what they really want and it's their yeah. dream. But that's okay, and but that's, that's not everyone's yeah. method or everyone's and dream. that's how they work the best for yeah. their little lifestyle. And, you know, I am, I, as we know, I am the crazy organized planner. So, you know, I've been away for a while, so a few friends are like, oh, so when are you doing this, when are you doing that? And that's them asking genuinely because I am such a planner. When I'm like, yes. oh, I don't know, we're just cruising, man. Just cruising, man. We're just, like, in love living our best lives. Like, I'm very much soaking up these times that we are kid-free because I had a really refreshing conversation with a colleague the other day who's a young dad, and we're, I was talking about um, yeah, my time in London and where we're at now and, you know, the pressure of house prices and gas prices, and I hate all this boring adult chat, but yeah. it was really good to talk to him about it. Um, and I was saying to him, I'm so sick of the boring chat, but this this is what it is. We're yes. 30 now. We have to talk about it. 
and he's like, Laura, like, I would not change my life for anything. My beautiful wife having kids, I think he had his kids at like 21, 22, and he's got two now, and he's like, but he's like, I envy kid-free couples at the moment. Absolutely. Like, the fact that you're just going off to Queenstown in like three weeks, and you don't have to think twice about, Absolutely. I don't, you know, I don't even have to worry about what Sam's packing. Some partners, like, will be, you know, a bit controlling over their partners, like, suitcase what do you yes. like sam and i are so independent still and we always will be independent that it's like you get ready what time are we leaving five in the morning see Sweet. you there yep see you there at the car like that's how it works like we're a, we're a team but it's like i don't need to wipe your ass while you're packing um yeah and this colleague was just like honestly soak up these times yes you're you know you're feeling maybe the unspoken pressure of the house but you're debt free you've just paid off your Absolutely. student loan my biggest debt at the moment is my afterpay i owe 61 dollars there you go. You know, so I... So that's the thing. Like, with all of these beautiful um, things that are socially kind of given to us, that are expectations, these social expectations come with debt. That beautiful house over there in the corner that you are envious of, that your friends just bought, they are mortgaged up to their motherfucking eyeballs. That you... Don't get it twisted. That you yeah. that they're driving around in, it is on the mortgage. Yeah. Or it's, you know, it's, you know, like, don't get caught up in looking at what everyone else has because honey there's always yeah. something behind it there's always something and you might be that one with the house mortgage and that and then you might look up and get swept up and that person's now got the jet ski in the batch like just stay grounded and be yeah. proud of what you've achieved so if you've got your first house and your mortgage or you've built your second house like just be proud of that in that moment and yes. don't don't compare. It doesn't matter what stage you're at. Just don't get me twisted. If I won some motherfucking lotto, you'd all know about it because I'd be getting to jet ski. I'd be, oh, honestly, I'd be doing up mate. the bloody fish and chip shop down the road. I'd be, yeah. I'd be fucking honestly, my home, my garden, everybody. Honestly, every Tuesday night and Saturday, Sam and I will play like, okay, it's the last night of being like you know really poor and we're, we're not gonna on, win our 16 million tomorrow what are we gonna do and we've got it just planned. how fucked so up planned. is it that um many moons ago when we were maybe 15 so what 15 years ago yeah. that a million dollars on lotto would have been a fucking win really you know like you'd be like all oh, the things you could do with a million dollars 15 years God. ago yeah, now true, true, if you win a million you're like well cool i could buy a house and just be mortgage-free i could buy the veranda yeah you know i could just be mortgage-free and pay off some of my student loan and so how ungrateful does that yeah. sound but i'm like yeah. you know these days you mean that will be like oh well, we've got to kind of win upwards of eight million to yeah be worth it <laughs> yeah we're the same i'll say to sam god five mil like that'd be great but fuck it, can't we, do much we definitely couldn't quit <laughs> couldn't yeah quit. matt's like would you quit for five million i'm like oh i don't know about that yeah it's a bit of a stretch yeah though. i still need to go to the gym every week and here and, like, we are just like here we are on our little kibbles and bits yeah. paying our tiny little dimes to get through the week i know oh and just like irrelevant but talking about money a few people think that our giveaways are like hashtag spawn hashtag ad hashtag gifted they're not guys we're we're, we're, we're supporting local and paying for these little giveaways yes we are we're putting our money out putting our moolah where our mouth is and we're supporting the girls so we supported like uh, lurker lurker we supported the lurker because um and we supported um little S P this week with our giveaway so please go and enter because it's going to close when you guys listen to this yes so um you've got your last minutes to get in there but we are doing it because we want to a, support some businesses, and B, 
share around the things that we yeah, love. We didn't start this so that people are going to be like, oh my God, can you give away my product and tag me and all of those things? We're but still... absolutely, if you want to sponsor us, we <laughs> yes. aren't going to fucking say no. If it, it aligns with our beliefs and what we love, then absolutely fucking throw it at us at absolutely not. Says <laughs> at gmail.com. But uh, for our first few times starting off, we're just like getting we're our little wheels. To love. Just getting our little wheels in motion. So, um, yeah. to that shit up. So, so it's favorite time. That absolute of... fucking ramble of a time. Basically, oh. we just saying do you live your life and be the best version of you and don't worry about money just live laugh love live laugh live laugh love and a live laugh love we're gonna live laugh love and a live laugh love we're gonna laugh and live and love a little bit we're gonna live and laugh and live laugh love oh good i feel like there was a bit of sheer come a little bit of dolly carter yeah a little bit working okay we're gonna stop yeah no stop okay you go i'm gonna cough myself up a fit all right all right darling first absolutely not or absolutely comes from a listener called laura <laughs> do you mix all your dinner together on the plate you know how like okay so my dad so you might have potato yeah. you might have um, like mashed potato peas and meat and you do like gravy a of, do a mixture yeah. so my dad Ready? will get his butter chicken bowl no this and is a he, big no from me yeah he will make an absolute what you call fucking butter chicken soup with the rice so does Matt and I'm like why you're there's two people no, in the world you mix or you don't mix so, so Matt's exactly the same he gets his rice he mixes, he swirls the and sauce it, into the into the and rice sauce, sort of different and then he rips up the naan <gasps> and he shoves it in and mixes it some more. That to me is a motherfucking crime, <gasps> punishable by a fee. <laughs> and I'm gonna cough myself a bit. And jail time. Absolutely not. Don't you fucking dare. Absolutely not. Please just do not. Like some people don't even like things touching each other. So on this the is plate. me with my butter chicken. Rice to the side. I basically just have sauce and not much chicken because I just prefer the sauce. Mm. I sauce in a section. Yeah. Then I have my butter chicken naan. Yeah. No, just a naan. <laughs> just a cheap Just me naan. I rip it. I dip it. I <laughs> rice it. And I eat it individually every time. Don't you ever insult a butter chicken by mixing it together like that. Ugh. You westernized fuck. <laughs> It's not a butter chicken soup. And Matt told me he wanted me to talk about him this week. This episode. He's like, Matt, should you talk about me and Bo? So there you go, babe. Love you. <laughs> there you go, babe. That's for you. I especially did that for Yeah, I especially did that for you. LOL, XOXO. Yeah, so that's an so absolutely, that's absolutely not. not. Don't you fucking dare. I don't know if you guys gathered that, but that's an absolutely But I not. do like, like, if I'm eating a roast, I do want a little bit of kumara with a little bit of peas with a little bit of oh, gravy yeah, you can and like, meat. But I'm not fucking blending it on my plate. You can, like, get a little bit of fork action going there hmm. and stack it up, but we're not going to go put it on the I'm certainly not a baby. Don't I certainly don't need to be mushed fed like a Maybe. We don't need a, a, a butter chicken smoothie for breakfast. Now to the now to the now now now. Now to the now to the absolutely not on there. Okay, where you go? Okay, toilet paper over or under? Oh, I don't care. Oh my god, you're all fucking ruthless sometimes. <laughs> I don't care. Just like the volume on the remote, <laughs> and her husband <laughs> agreed with me. Amen. Matt sent you a message and was like, absolutely no, Courtney's wrong. And I've, I've watched it, and he hasn't actually, I put it on seven, and he hasn't changed it to an appropriate number. So it's got to be shit. in fives. Okay, so toilet paper over and under. You absolutely cannot have if it under. If the toilet paper's over, I would prefer it was under, Why? but I don't it's, care. So it's going to now graze all the wall and come down and then you're going to use Whose that. toilet roll's touching the wall? Some some do. So you can't have it going over. It's not a mullet. It's a fringe. No. So wait, you want? I just want the toilet paper to drop straight down because it's easy. If it's going over, that just seems a bit dramatic. It's like a waterfall. So over. Yeah, no. 
No. You know, I don't care. No, okay. You. I'm just going to have to tell you. Nobody <laughs> I'm has gonna it have under. to set you straight. And if I come to your house and it's under, I'll change it. At to be houses. fair, you'll come to my house and there'll be no toilet paper on the roll because <laughs> Bo would have fucked around with it anyway. Once or twice. Hey, nothing yeah. wrong with a bit of a drip dry, you know. A little bit of a shake a shake. Um, but my friend Jazzy taught me it's it's a fringe, not a mullet. So you want it, the toilet paper to fringe, All right. not a moulet at the back. Okay, right. I'll try and... You go home my, and check your You go home and you sort it out. I want nice toilet paper not rubbing against anything. Imagine if I was like to you, I just don't use toilet paper. Oh my That gosh. would really set you off. Oh, wow. Lots of people, I've been watching it for TikToks and for some reason TikToks really got me on the, the wavelength of using wipes instead of toilet paper. That's what it's really, it's really projecting to me that that's what I'm interested in at the moment. Well, I do. Well, like, I, I love having wipes there sometimes. I always have baby wipes on standby, especially if I'm traveling, especially if it's... But why does TikTok think that I need to Especially if you're ready that? in the day and then you've you've gone to the bathroom refresh. and you've got a whole day ahead of you and you don't have time for a shower because I'm really OCD with that stuff. Ooh, refresh. Refresh. Especially for the gals on the, your monthly. Absolutely. You know? Okay, here we go. Having unread notifications on your phone. Let's do it on the count of three. One, two, two three. three. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Oh, thank God. Sister. Oh, well, you guys freaked out if I was on the wrong page. Yeah. So I'm the kind of person that I can't even have unread emails. So like yeah, I have yeah. to have every email. And so even if I don't open it, if I know it's not important, I'll just, I'll read it. Like yeah. have it selected as read. Yeah. Because I don't like it. And then I will go through my thousand bazillion emails to find the one that I haven't selected by accident because it annoys me if it's just like one Oh my box. gosh, when it just says one and you, and can't, you can't see find it, it, that is torture. So looking here on my phone now, if we're just going to open up the Samsung, like I've got those notifications, I would have to clear them because yeah, that annoys I, me. I see that you clear them I flip the them all the time. It yeah. really bothers me. I will, um, I hate it because then you go and get like an Instagram message and you accidentally click on it and then it's left unread, but you're not ready to reply to that friend. That's true. That happens to me all the time. That really, I get really annoyed And then I forget because I'm a little bit... Yeah, and then you forget, but then you see these memes on Facebook, like, respect the friend that doesn't reply straight away because they're actually living. Yeah. But, you know, you're not responding straight away, yes. but then for people <laughs> like me, I do, because mm. I then I'll panic that I'm yes. going to forget. Me and Melissa Reed, we have this back and forth of, like, every month we'll reply to each other's messages. Yeah, that's good. Like, she'll be like, hey, gal, when are you free for a catch-up with the kids? And I'll be like, a month later, hey, sis, like, here's the dates. And I'll be like, are you free on a Wednesday? A month later, oh, my God, sorry, I forgot. And it just goes back, like, I still, she replies to me like three weeks ago and I still haven't replied yeah, but, but we just it's fine it's gonna get there yeah but see now I've gone and listened to Sarah's voice notes three of them on Saturday and I haven't replied but they're not sitting there as unread so I've got to mentally remember to go back and voice note it every week by the end of it I'm, I'm literally doing this on repeat oh my god sorry I didn't reply I got oh, really I, I read it all like I'll type a reply and then not press send yeah, so then I'll go back in. I'll go back in and I'll go, oh my god, I didn't press in. This is going to be awkward. I so then I'll be like, sorry. No, no, no. I go, sorry, this is what I was meant to say. And then go dot dot and then write what I was actually meant to write. Because I, I do it all the do... time. Is it the Samsung? No. <laughs> is it the Samsung? I think that no, do you know what? It's my brain. It's because I get I am doing so many things at once. I've got my mum brain, my teacher brain, my celebrant brain, my podcast brain. Oh. So I'll be doing that and then five seconds later I'll get a notification that interrupts it about something. Click on it, yeah. and then I'm fully out, and I'm fully yeah. disengaged. And then you sit there, and you zoom out, and you're like, why am I, what was I meant to be yes. doing? And, and then six weeks hour. later, I realise it's because I never proceed on that message. I was going to say half an hour, but you went straight to yeah, six we, weeks. Yeah, we are, we are six weeks over <laughs> we here. We are six weeks. We'll be bloody Christmas time. Oh, honestly. Oh, well, that's all our absolutely nots for today. Yeah, absolutely not on that. Um, But, hey, we always love meeting up, mainly because it's a good chin wag for us and a catch-up, but we also love 
chatting with you. We love chatting with you guys. We love so chatting with you. Please, like, if you're thinking, oh, I'd love them to chat about this, please just DM us. We've had a few girls that are like, can you talk about this? And we're like, sure, let's do it. Well, one today was, could you talk about, um, yeah, the, like, social expectations. So that's just a, I mean, we could go way more and deeper. We could it, definitely go deeper. But, we we, could have, um, but you know, part two is always welcome. You part know? two is always welcome. So don't be shy. Share all our posts. Do all the fun things. Be a good person. Be a good person. Don't compare. <laughs> Age is nothing but a number. Pretty Ricky. Age is nothing, nothing but, but a number. number. Pretty Ricky, pretty boy, don't pretty good thing. Make a pretty good change. Get pretty good friends from these pretty pretty chicks. Get pretty damn rich. Pretty Ricky, Ricky, Ricky in the Maverick Ricks. Boom! That's my And rap. that is how you end the podcast. <laughs> that is my pretty Ricky rap, everyone. Good evening. Happy Samoan language week and kaki there. Thank you.